Welcome to uh, Neat and Nerd uh, Podcast number 12. I'm your host as always, So. I got my co-host. I'm J- Jazz. Everyone calls me the nerd. We're back at you right again on number 12. So, uh, as we always start, are you watching or playing anything right now? Biggest thing right now, Shadow of the Tomb Raider finally came out. And Lara Croft, still off, still the same, but a lot more grittier, a lot more hardcore. A lot of more exploration, more character exploration. Haitian. The scariest gameplay-wise, nothing new brought to the table. Same old formula we've seen since the 2013 reboot. Yeah. Boot, but a lot more emphasis on stealth combat, combat and hat, and using the environment and uh, and outfits to your advantage. Like if you can keep it quiet during the entire higher gunfight, hide you get hit. It's easier to get through. You try and go full bl- or guns blazing, not as easy. Ammo, very harder to find. You have to salvage what you can and ration what you can. And because enemies, they won't drop it. Yeah, you won't be able to replenish just by killing people. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not even, well, even bows and arrows are harder to get. You have to craft them or you're going to run out of them quickly. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about like movies or TV? Have you seen anything like, new recently? Just a bit. He just finally got sat down and got to watching an old sci-fi series, Van Hel- is Van Helsing. Is there a series of that? Oh yeah, it's a lot more, yeah, a lot more, a lot more, an interesting take on uh, the original character. Heard you heard the woman in the star, the star of the show, oh, a woman named Vanessa. After spending three years caught in a coma, she awakens to a world where vampires have taken over the world. A world, but she may be the only hope to counter-attack them because she is partially vampire herself. But unlike other vampires, when she bites people, they don't become vampires; they become human again. They are, and they become immune to vampirism. That's interesting. Is this a TV series, or where did you catch it on? Netflix. It's on Netflix, Netflix now, but it's still on Sci-Fi, getting ready for season three in a couple more weeks. Ah, so it's still ongoing. That uh, Master Chief, that the last ship came on with its final se- whole season, and it's gonna be a lot more, a lot more action to it, a lot more people involved. It's not just the Navy taking the fight; it's gonna be the Marines, the Army, all of them gonna uh, come join the final fight. As Mexico, as the last Central American states rally up to take on America and uh, and take over the North. Also, uh, a couple of sh- couple of good shows. Couple new shows premiered. They, the reboot of Magnum PI dropped. It's yeah, that's right. Not too sh- not too sh- happy. A lot of old to the old series. A lot of new things brought to the ta- table. If n- oh yeah, oh just like Hawaii Five O, its counterpart, another fee heart a female takes over for an originally male character. That's an interesting take. Yeah, take the take the take and. Uh, what do you feel as uh, Higgins being a female now? It's not to hell, not to hell. New attitude, same old attitude, too, but this time seeming a little bit more useful. Like she's no longer just a person who's connected or in the background. She'll take and she'll join Magnum, take the fight to hide to the bad guys too. Yeah, you think they're gonna like, swing the love angle with a Magnum? It's po- it's possible. Sabol, it's been hint. Well, it's been hinted, but never confirmed. And so if they do, who? Well, that fit. Figures. If not, might actually present something different to the table. Mm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I guess like on my front. Speaking of Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, 
I uh, I caught season two of Iron Fist. It's pretty yeah. I don't know if you've seen it yet or if I heard about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it continues on the vein of that. And coming up in October, we're supposed to get that uh, new Darede- Daredevil season three. Thank God. So I, those might play in two and two mm-hmm. together. But uh, yeah, it's probably watching stuff. I guess just that. Um, I'm still watching Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just pretty much like in the highest for like shows because it's kind of dead right now and it's too, too much happening mm-hmm. October we're supposed to get uh, Riverdale again and Walking Dead will return mm-hmm. but until then I'm a kind of for, Rick, for Rick's final few episodes yeah. right yeah yeah. that's just like yeah, it's supposed to be his final episodes that's good so they'll see what they do if they're just gonna walk off or I guess like if they don't legit kill him off they could bring him back when they finally do the final season hmm. um, we'll see what they do but yeah literally this is a Rick's final season so we kind of have to see it mm-hmm. um I have been playing kind of quite a good stack. Again, this is an audio podcast, but I'm a visual person, mm-hmm. so I'm going to take a picture of it. But I got a couple of games I'm playing. Uh, my birthday was in, it's been a couple months past, but it was in August, so I've been playing the new Madden. I got, um, I've been playing this fighting game called Battle Strangers, which we'll get talked about to what a topic. Mm. Um, and I've been playing the new Dragon Quest Eleven, RPG, you know, basically JPRG. The art's by Akira Toriyami. The guy that did uh, Dragon Ball Z art, so it's kind of cool. And uh, I'm playing Schoolgirl Zombie Hunter. It's a shooter, but well, girls are fighting zombies. Size man, size man, size doing anything new? Brought to that, brought to that game? From my, nah, from, from what I've played, it's just the same game. Uh, maybe like a few different things they did, but it seems like the same mechanics-wise, and just updated roster. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's like, um, what is that mode called? A rost, uh, champion, a roster mode, mm-hmm. where it's like it's supposed to give you the authentic like NFL experience. Mm-hmm. We just start off like as a kid in high school playing football, and then you go to the college experience, then you get the throws and like uh, NBA 2K uh, with Spike Lee. Try <laughs> yes, yes, Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Try to do something similar like that, where it was like following the story of this kid, like oh he was like a stud in high school, and then how mm-hmm. he makes the college to the pros. So it seems very, it is a very similar like storyline to that, but I mainly just play online. Like as far as mechanics. Not too much different. Uh, that's bad for you. Think that may think that may be a rising trend. Trying to get a campaign mode in a vi- mode in sports games. Think yeah, that, that does seem like a trend. Even like in the uh, zombie uh, zombie hunter, zombie schoolgirl hunter, schoolgirl zombie hunter. Uh, there's even a campaign. I mean, it's a shooter, but yeah, it definitely seems like it's they're trying to do that. Even with FIFA, hmm. they're trying like campaign modes, wherever. So it's like they they try to do that a couple times with the ESP games. ESPN games where like uh, you have like the only view you would have is as your uh, your helmet view mm-hmm. and you play in like that person and like in a story mode or campaign mode because hmm. you know you would go on a tour you have off seasons and uh, you, whatever however your your win record is um, which you can play with that apparently compatible online if you're really good at it I'm I'm somewhat I'm okay definitely you always get people <laughs> rage quit online it's just a thing that happens <laughs> but. Um, yeah, but I guess nothing too different. It, it would make sense if they just like, oh, we're going to have one low-price game and you can just update it all the time. They probably wouldn't make as much money as they do, but <laughs> that's EA for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it like, on the front of uh, watching me. I did, because uh, I know we talked about last time on the podcast, I let uh, the Shazam trailer drop. So, uh, so I let you buy uh, mm-hmm. my Shazam, uh, the new 52 DC issues. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about it any? Uh-huh. It, was a, it? it was a real eye-opening experience. Finally, I get, I've seen Shazam, no Shazam, only through secondhand yeah, yeah. sources. Like he, 
guest starred in an episode of Justice League Unlimited, or okay, his yeah. biography was in an age-old uh, story, storyboard com comic, where it showed a little bo boy suddenly sharing Shazam, and he suddenly gro he grows big, big, and a lot big, and a lot of people. I always was under the impression he's just a more magical version of Sue and of Superman, just uh, and just someone who can tend to one, but this comic book really opened in my eyes. It's a lot more more to it than just simple boy gets powers, boy yeah. becomes he hero, yeah. boy changes everything. It's like shows that it's one of the, it's a comic that shows that kid that you're not just have to be a grown up to be a up to be a hero in your or, or even a teenager. Or if a nine year old boy can stop a big ancient and evil like Black Adam from kill um, from destroying people with just words. Words. Why not? What can he do, he do now that when he has powers? Yeah, it's definitely pretty cool how they do it. Uh, but yeah, you're basically on mm -hmm. the point like, yeah, he is that kind of like Superman, but magic and magic happens to be one of Superman's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So like, whenever like those two dukes out, which allegedly, uh, um, it's kind of going to the beta news, but Harry Cameron was supposed to be in the new um, the Shazam movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They said he wasn't going to be able to, so they're kind of mm -hmm. like, don't know if he's going to step away for that. It's all rumored. But uh, yeah, so it's like, I know there's always two shows, and like, that's also the thing, like, uh, there's been some comments talk about it too. Like, despite, like, he's been a superhero and everything, he's still a kid, mm -hmm. and he's always, like, been a kid. We never really see, I'm trying to think. We, yeah, we never too much see, like, a full-grown Shazam. There are, like, I know there's a storyline of Kingdom Come, mm -hmm. um, where, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, where he lives up, like, where he finally grows up to his potential and everything. And there's other versions where, like, you know, he's grown up as an adult uh, but he just he's always been a kid at heart so it's kind of like that that boyhood charm because that's he grew up to best but it's uh, and there's other comics that touched on that mm -hmm. but uh, yeah just kind of something cool on that um, I know that I guess we're getting into the news vein um, did you hear uh, 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 from Marvel Universe a uh, Storm and uh, Thor had a child mm -hmm. really yeah have have a uh, guess what the name is can you just take a wild guess. Thorora? Mm, Thorora. <laughs> that would probably be better. But uh, they went with a thunderstorm. I, Why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean. But yeah, she, she's basically like, uh, she she was the hammer. And uh, and she's still black color. She has the white hair of Storm. Mm -hmm. And I guess like somehow she's a Valkyrie. Hmm. Like, but she's... Which is kind of interesting if you keep up with black comic uh, comics. He was married to Storm, mm -hmm. so it's some uh, like weird tension is probably going to be there. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was like interesting. Uh, oh, that uh, choice something new. Everyone hears Storm being married, and they instantly think to Black Panther or Forge. But to Thor, that's a real curveball. Yeah, for right. Um, I also want to be in the news. Oh, I was also I also caught the. It's a really bad movie, but it's kind of like a shock factor. Uh, the, it was on that, some Netflix, but the, the horror movie Tusk. Mm -hmm. Just throw that because I'm about to break into some horror mm -hmm. movie news. Of that news. Oh yeah, um, I remember that one. Yeah, it was. And it was one of John John Hurt's last performances, wasn't? Since wasn't it? Is John Hurt in it? Well, wasn't it? What? Wasn't I know it? Justin Long is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember he was. Was any as one of his? Oh right, he's an old crazy doctor. Mm -hmm. You're totally right. I totally forgot that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's. Yeah. <laughs> Another, but, another small, another underrated, perf underrated performance of his. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we got some horror movie uh, news. Apparently, they're making a Pumpkinhead remake. Really? Have you ever seen the original Pumpkinheads? No. It's, there's a lot of, like, curse and witch magic, but he was painting, like, which his head was the size of a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Some point, pumpkin. He was, like, some weird creature that just kind of, like, you know, haunts kids and curses. It does all, like, uh, mm-hmm. a witch curse and everything, but they were, apparently they're making a remake of it. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, uh, it's good. The original is mm-hmm. not bad. Mm-hmm. So it's very 80s, uh, cheesy uh, horror movie. Mm-hmm. They're also remaking another, and I might chop this up, Nosferatu. Mm. The you know, you know about Nosferatu? Heard of it, yeah. He's like, uh, basically, I guess he came out before Dracula. He's somewhat with Dracula, but he's like, uh, it's a vampire movie too, but he has like the bald head, the long nails, and mm-hmm. the scary face. But he was kind of like, uh, and even in the silent films, he was like one of the first like depictions of vampires in film. Mm. Came a little before Dracula. But, uh, yeah, he definitely has cult following, but apparently they're going to remake that movie again or try to attempt to. So it's always curious to see like, what they're going to do with Under the Veins like, as far as horror movies. Hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know if you got this in the news, but uh, the first official trailer for Captain Amer- and Marvel yeah. finally dr- they dropped, and uh, memes are already pop. Memes <laughs> oh, and really? gifs already popping up like, hey, wait. Especially the old with the old woman. I don't know if you... Yeah, when he punches her. Mm-hmm. Where, like... I don't know if this is a potential spoiler, but, like, obviously she might be a, a, a scroll. Or she could... Or it could just be an, an accident. She doesn't trust us people yet. Yeah. That's that'd be, what, that'd be what funny, you, too. What you thinking about it? It seems like like it's uh, opening a lot of, do- lot of doors. A lot of things we probably never knew about Captain Marvel or herself. Like, what do you think? Like, as far as, like, just a trailer in general? Mm-hmm. They do definitely... Like, because the whole thing on punch, like, some people also speculate about, as far as the punching the woman thing, mm-hmm. that that could be, like, uh, it looks like Brie Larson in the old makeup, mm-hmm. and if that is, it could be like scroll taking the form of her, and, like, all oh, this is, like, it could be, which would be, that would be an interesting story of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a lot of Captain Marvel, I'm trying to think of uh, the Miss Marvel, like, apparently there's a reference to it, like, when she's with that lady pilot, mm-hmm. played by, she's some big uh, actress, too, uh, but, uh, Apparently that's that like eighties Captain Marvel mm-hmm. a reference to that. So I don't know. I'm just trying. From what I remember, uh, the the first Miss Marvel, the white one, uh, she was like just born in space. Mm-hmm. She didn't have too much of a of a. She had like a vague Earth like resemblance. Mm-hmm. So they might change that a little different. And the whole like part of, like Nick Fury ends. I guess it looks like this is gonna be. Again, he potentially could be spoiled. Like, this is where he loses his eyes, because the trailer, obviously, he has both. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a young Agent Coulson. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a lot of things to go. It's just, I guess, I have to wait till, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people speculate because Jude Law is in the trailer, but we don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, a lot of people think he's going to be the, the original Captain Marvel, the dude guy, because mm-hmm. he has a green costume and everything. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff with uh, uh, um, uh, Captain Marvel. But uh, even like when she's with her space team, mm-hmm. all those dudes are villains. Mm. <laughs> so it's not gonna be like I could be like, um, yeah. for what's to come. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we we did get a lot of trailers dropped mm-hmm. um, though this week. Yeah, we did. Do you have uh, any other thoughts about Captain Marvel before? Uh, biggest the biggest thing is uh, how far back are they gonna go? Like, is this gonna be he went from he one of he one of Shield in its prime worth? Um, are there gonna be other other heroes no- noted or Easter egged in the fi- in the film? And is this really gonna 
be interesting to see where Captain Marvel came from. My, uh, my first encounter with her was in the X-Men st- Men cartoon episode, A Rogue. Oh, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where yeah, we find yeah. out how Rogue got her ability to fly and super strength. Her strength from her. So this is going to be an interesting to see, you know, where did Captain Marvel come from and how does she get all her powers? Because I didn't know she... Because before that, I didn't even know she could... Oh, she had her energy blast or her yeah, sun yeah, yeah. powers. This is going to be really real eye-opening experience for me, just like Black, Pan- Black Panther and Aunt- her and Ant-Man did. Yeah, definitely a lot they could do. Mm-hmm. Um, we got two. We got a couple of big trailers that actually dropped this uh, previous week. Mm-hmm. There was a, a dark, the Dark Phoenix trailer finally dropped. Oh yeah. Did you see it? I did. I did. What were your thoughts on it? Really good. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I like that they're keeping X Men going, even with and with or without Lo- out Logan and uh, the woman who play and who cast to play as G- as Jean. A really, really good show, good choice. Really cute, but it's honestly pretty cute, huge choice, if I may say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe someone I can, someone I, I might be looking into again. Anyway, uh, the new the new X Men universe is. Good to see it's still blooming, still going on, even on even with what happened in Apocalypse and so forth. Worth so it really int- and it'll be interesting because I don't think they've ever really experimented with G with Gene and the Phoenix except for a few nods in X Men Apocalypse and X Men The Last Day. Yeah. Then when that really he showed how powerful or strong she is, this might actually try to present a sin. And the sympathetic side to it, like you could more sympathize with the Phoenix than with you than you could with Gene. Hey, maybe they could try and, simp- and mix things up with that. Yeah, it's everything you said. They went. Like I said, I know they did do it with uh, Last Stand, mm-hmm. so it was interesting how how they uh, uh, did it. But uh, I don't know how, because like we kind of already saw it mm-hmm. in film. I guess this is going to be a more fleshed out version of it. Right. So I don't know how. I feel right. See that. where he'd see where the Phoenix personality comes comes from is it just a voice in her head or is it a manifestation of her real self or could it just it just be Eugene's body he take he can control without the mind to keep a keep in order yeah. order there's a lot of ways they could go to go with it said a lot more a lot of ways they could flesh out the out the story yeah, that would be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, See where they go with this one. We also had another Bumblebee trailer dropped. Did you see the most recent one? For? Bumblebee, the Transformers movie? Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? <sighs> where are they Where are they going with this one? One, the si- one just on the silent Bumblebee thing is still get, getting yeah, old. I'm yeah. just old. That's all. Old, that one's obvious. But, I mean, with Transformers, it's always a flip of a coin. It could... I mean, it could be something interesting. It could totally be redundant. And it's worth but a series that just focuses on the iconic silent and hero Bumblebee. Something di- It's something different. Yeah, that is true. I know in the most recent trailer, uh, they they actually look more like a cartoon version, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And instead in the '80s, so that's oh yeah, kind of cool. But that like, uh, Star Screen looks like Star Screen more. Uh, sound waves and he looks like sound wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Optimus Prime looks like the 80s Optimus Prime. We don't really see him, but we just see like a projector image of him. So, uh, right, so maybe that's what they were trying to do. Uh, do. Go back yeah. to who, after everything with the last movies, just go back to the back to the roots that made it so popular and 
go from there. Yeah, so hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it might not. It might be. It's worth a shot. Uh, a, there was a rumor that uh, we might get a, a new Jack and Dexter game mm-hmm. from that. Uh, the, the the games are the really? first three again remade again for PS4. Mm-hmm. But there was a rumor that they might make another one, make a Jack Four. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of a rumor. It would be good. It would be good to see one of you know, the old the old teams back again. Again, one of the PlayStation's and best characters coming back back again on a new generation. They did it with Ratchet and Clank. And Clank, why can't they do it with Jack and Daxter? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? It was some DOA 6 news, the fighting game. Uh, Mario Rose, Zack, Hemote, uh, and Lee Fang are all back as playable mm-hmm. characters. So it looks like we're going to have the all original roster again. Good. But uh, that's definitely for DOA fighting mm-hmm. fans out there. Mm-hmm. One knows, can't get the who that without them. Any idea if they're going to put us and put the characters in English or Japanese, maybe? Or? They're going to be both. That's yeah, so how they always do a DOA. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, obviously you got it. Right, they, right. The last game, they put, put the characters' voices into Engl- yeah. English. What, say what you want. I thought the writing was a little che- little cheesy here and there. Yeah. but That's kind of always been the charm of DOA. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they always do that. Tekken's the one weird expecta- uh, the expectation, uh, which I've also been playing Tekken. Mm-hmm. But, because uh, it's like, they have English characters, but like the Japanese characters speak Japanese. So mm-hmm. like does. Tekken's is the, the one weird one that does that. And I'm like, mm, that's, mm-hmm. but like somehow they can all understand each other, and they never like really explain it. But mm. yeah, Tekken's like the one that. Well, I, I, yeah, no, you're right. I did notice that. Yeah. That's that when Abney, that when Nina and Heihachi, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. their big, fu- big fight, and after he won, and she ended up being his, being his man. I'm like, you know, like you know everything he said. And he's saying that you speak English yeah. yourself. Yeah. It just yeah. really, threw, really threw a loop in everything. Yeah, it's, it's really weird to see. I think a lot of it has to do with the voice actors because they want to like, hire them and keep the Japanese and work together. Mm-hmm. But keep it is kind of weird when you hear it. So mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, this didn't really make like, sense. Okay, okay, I know what she he's saying, but with him, I have to remember to read the subtitles, can't you? Us browse to us relax through cutscenes. Got to keep focused on that. Yeah, because I remember like that was a thing when like uh, when uh, Mel Gibson's Passion of Christ. There's like four different languages. I think in that movie, there's like Arabic, Hebrew, and else. Mm-hmm. But like it is all subtitled, but you want like the, you know what they're saying and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that's news. Uh, we also got what else we got on the docket? Uh, Oscars added the most popular category, and then they deleted it. Really? <laughs> so it's like it came and went. They were like. Because they wanted like to put a new category, I guess, for most popular film. Hmm. But then they they, they did no, it. Yeah, exactly. Be, it's well, that's too fin, too Who up and down? Too unpredictable. It's not going to be as easy to nail down as say just the best picture of the year or best actor of the year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's like they just said forget about it. But they were going to try it. It was like which probably is good that they decided not to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not that. The only other piece of news we got. Is uh, Capcom, you know, for video games, is making a beat 'em up bundle for 19.99. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have like Streets of Rage and like all these like old uh, beat 'em ups, like you play in arcade, mm-hmm. like the Simpsons game and stuff. Interesting. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's always fun, you know, for those diehard old school arcade fans. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for like news. Uh, you can only take a break now. Mm, yeah, I'm good. I can get it. Okay. So. Yeah. Like, so. For this month's discussion, guys, got something, an interesting question I want to ask you. 
What makes a game character so popular? Why do you think? Like, ima like, so imagine, what, what game characters do you have that are your favorites? It's like if they had to pick like four or five characters as your favorite, which ones would they be? I had to pick four or five. See, that, that's tough because <laughs> like, I have like massive lift, but like, I guess personally for me, it'd be like Sonic, Mega Man. Yeah, Sonic and Mega Man are definitely my big two. Mm -hmm. And every house is kind of like a, a big thing. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know, what would you say? Well, let me, get, let me ask you, what is it about... That's actually going to tie into my discussion. Yeah. What is it about Sonic and Mega Man that, ma that make them so iconic? Well, for Sonic, I guess it's just because, you know, he's... Again, I'm a 90s kid, and Sonic mm -hmm. was huge in the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, some of like, hey, I'm that cool edgy dude. You know, he's eating chili dogs. Mm -hmm. He's fast. He has a cool, sleek design. That appeals a lot to kids, especially toys <laughs> as well, because I had a few Sonic toys. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, you play the games and everything, you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, Sonic's cool. He's a, he's a all-around cool dude. For Mega Man, I think it's, for me personally, maybe I just really love the color blue, because they're both blue colors. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I think it was like the whole like there's a big story behind Mega Man and if you're really into robots and like mechas and mechanics and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's definitely like a pretty game fun game to play as well. There's a couple of good Mega Man cartoons. There's mm -hmm. some bad ones as well, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, but like I know that was the kind of the, the, the magic for me for Mega Man and Sonic. All right. Well. Or it could be I just really love the color blue. Well, in a way that's kind of ties to it. So. For this discussion, we're going to take three of the most iconic characters in video games. Mario from Nintendo, Lara Croft from Tomb Raider, and the Master Chief from Xbox, and we'll, and we'll talk about what is it that made them so po popular, that made them iconic to video games as a whole. Yeah. Well, we'll start with the easiest one, the one who started it all. Mario Ma Mario referred to as who has that by Bob Hoskins in the yeah, yeah. Well, Say What You Want. I thought it was a very cool movie. <laughs> it was a very product of the time. Mm -hmm. Mario debuted at a time when the video game industry was on the brink of epic failure. Yeah. In 1983, the industry was crashing, with profits down almost 97%. That's over $100 million across the board lost. And with Atari's being found in dumps all over the world, or else someone had to plug up the leaks. Yeah. In eighty-five, when this Nintendo Entertainment System came out, out Mario Mario was just the man to do it. But originally known as Jumpman in the Donkey Kong arcade game in 1981, he was seen as a very interesting char character because he had no back... because it was a time when games didn't need a background story or emotions in order to be popular. Here you had... This is interesting, simply dressed guy with a blue shirt, red red uh, overalls, and a red, and a red cap, cap, and and a lot of very chipper, fun music. Zip, simple, zip. That's one thing that ties to make a game character popular, similar to Sonic or Mega Man. Mm -hmm. Simple guy, yeah. um, simple guy, no old guy, no big, I no big story, no big, big background. Um, easy to. He look easy look to Im imitate. Hate a guy, hate a guy, hate a hedgehog in red shoes that can run fast, or a guy in a blue suit of ar of armor yeah, who can yeah. herp with one one hand cannon who can jump real high. Yeah. And Mario, a simple 
a guy with high that shoots fireballs, hauls, j- hauls, jumps, ums, and stomps on people. That's one thing that can kind of make a character that really hit, hit the noggin. Something we can all emulate to. Yeah. I, to. Yeah, I know a lot of it obviously is have to do with like Brock makes me because like Mega. If we're talking about Mega Man, Sonic, and Mario, those mm-hmm. are all like the three big mascots. Like obviously Mario's the mascot mm-hmm. for Nintendo. Mega Man's the mascot for Capcom, and, and Sonic's the mascot for, for uh, Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, before before you, what do you think about like you know Mario? Because Nintendo has came out and said this that Mario is supposed to be a uh, like in his twenties. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you feel about that? Me. That's a sign. That's a sign that he can find. That's a sign that he was obviously something special. Twenty, twenty years in his story storyline, which is my next topic, and still, and still the same. Can still have the same same storyline. Just have to go across the world and rescue a you a princess. Clearly that. Clearly that's how it how it works. That's the model for all video game games. Eve games. The storylines get more complicated. Aided stages get bigger, but the objective overall remains the same. Yeah. Work your way, work your way across the land to the final bo- boss and save everyone. Yeah, because I know like a lot of people say like, is it age wise should mm-hmm. be like, probably in his thirties. Mm-hmm. But I know at the same time, because Peach is obviously supposed to be pretty young, mm-hmm. and it'd be kind of weird if you have like oh some, I guess a third thirty year old is rescuing a sixteen and younger old. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people figure like oh that's why they're both in their twenties. Mm-hmm. It's just a theory. But I was like curious to see what you thought of that, po- as far as like age part- was. And certainly that's and certainly possible. It's a, another part of his character that never cha- or changes. Along with the red suit and tie, you don't have to see him grow old. Like we've seen, seen a lot of video game characters grow. Rowan and age and mature, like Kratos in God of War, or Met- yeah. or or Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid Four. People do like oh. those characters too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I go on. They go. Oh, but Mario, he never cha- he never changes. It's always the simple, simple story. And right, and because of that, that uh, in one book written by Jeff Ryan, Super Mario: How Nintendo Conquered the World, his bland persona and simple look. Are one of the things that make him so popular. He or anyone can step into Mario's shoes. Not just have to be be a boy. It's not just a boy character. Girls can step step into him too. Young people, old people, anyone can be can be Super Mario. Don't have to have any certain certain mindset, any sort of of likes or dislikes. Anyone can step into that man's sh- man's shoes and run across the world and save the day. Yeah, they're pretty hey. nice. Plus, with that. Uh, Simple stuff. That simple look. Look, it's looks. I'm a, car- a cartoon academic named Scott McCloud said that that simplistic storyline creates empathy. Hates empathy. A thing. A thing. Okay. Empathy. It's an inch. Hey, so Mario. He's the pair. Oh, one of the things that makes him the paragon of the st- on of the industry. History. Whenever you think video games, instantly think to Mario because anyone can be. Anyone can be Mario. Mario, you don't have to just be a game, an Xbox game or a PlayStation game or even a Nintendo like, game. Be like a short Italian man. Anyone, anyone can be, anyone can be that guy. Be that surprisingly, guy. has no hair on his chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone can be that bi- that that blue that mustache cap wearing yeah. plumber. Yeah. Or a second character, her her. A lot of people should know by now. Lara Croft, the aptly known Tomb Raider. One thing, her, what makes her her popular? Well, 
My bad. A lot of people would say her breasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, uh, oh, you have 200. Uh, only 200 polygons can make. Ons yeah. can make. Ons, but. Ants can make a game. Okay. Hey, now it's 200 th- at 1,000 yeah. now. That's what I was like. They actually got, mm-hmm. for some reason, smaller. Some fans are upset about that. But uh, go on. So, that. Oh, base, oh basically, it, it, another thing that can make a character so popular breaking a boundary. Like Lara Croft. Originally created in 1986 by an old and up and coming game company called Core Design. One of their, of their six developers, Heather Gibson, told and said that Lara Croft came at a time when it was not easy to sell a, vid, a female video game character. Or like we've all seen, or like in the 80s, there was all these macho ca- oh, characters like yeah. Indiana J- Jones or the Terminator yeah. or yeah. Judge Dredd. Yeah. But if you try, but at a time when you were trying to sell a female character, it wasn't, wasn't as, e- as easy, but well, they... You, yeah, I guess it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I know like, as far as cartoons, like She-Ra mm-hmm. from the 80s, was, she was obviously a product spin off He-Man, but she was a big one. Like, I was watching, uh, Reese, which I'm going to talk about, I was watching, I was watching uh, The Toys That Make Us and uh, Power Grayskull, and apparently, like, it was surprisingly a lot of, like, female uh, uh, lead writers of the first, like, on He-Man, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't know if you watched that show, because everyone's, like, you know, super buff and half-naked, mm-hmm. <laughs> but even the women, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so they said a lot of times it was weird for, like, the stuff they were like, oh, they didn't like how the women were designed, and they were disgusted by that. But the spinoff of that was She-Ra. It was, like, run by like, all female writers. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, there's the flip side of that. But a, go, it, go on. It is. It is. It is. Uh, with inspiration from the Lori Petty cult film Tank Girl and the yes. Girl, it's okay. Girl, it was, well, the first Team Raider came out in 1996, and it was... And it ha- had a lot of unexpected results. Like everyone was expecting it to easily appeal to men and to bo- boys, but when it dropped, gr- girls actually grew to be the more popular audience than simply g- you guys. There were plenty of ma- of males who lo- males who loved the new gun, who dual gun wield- wielding tank top wearing Indiana J- Jones, but there was now females who had one, as who had thought, okay, this is not. Hey, this is an interesting character. Not just known for, known for a, known for a bre- known for breast size, but because she's control, rolling. She's t- tough. She knows what she's getting. In, knows what she's doing. Not just a, not just a physical thi- whole thing. It's intellectual too. Yeah. Ew. In fact, it shoot. said that it said that in 1998, hey, Lara Croft was named by the British government, by the British government itself. As the ambassador of scientific excellence, like you've got, like if you could get, like it's uh, crazy enough. She's dominating the video game industry, but music, uh, musicians, musicians, publisher, publishers, art advertisements, in hence all of them interested in her. But now you've got a government that treats a thing, treats a video game character and a, with an official top title. That's um, no one had ever found before. Something. That people never would have expected. Yeah, definitely pretty cool. And Lara Cro- Croft has gone through a lot of cha- changes, changes, different design, different studios, different mm-hmm. storylines, but all of them generally really show hold the same thing: a woman knows her and knows her stuff, knows what to do, do, and doesn't even do it just for fun, yeah. for money, for money, or for or for kids. It's just because 
someone has to do, uh, do it and might, uh, might as well she, be her. Yeah. If a man won't do it, she will. Well, and then, and that's what, and that's something a lot of female characters have tried to evoke since then. A couple of examples, uh, Le- Nariko from Heavenly so- a Sword, or a female woman, a woman shunned by me- men, but ends up being the one who can say and save everyone he won with her cursed sword. Yeah. Or Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. On when everyone thinks thinks a oh, well, person who hunts with bows and arrows, they think Robin Hood, Green Arrow, or Hawkeye. God, but no. I but how many people do well, do they think think to Aloy, the person who can hunt? Yeah. Not not just people with bows and arrows, but machines. but hunt machines with them. Yeah, them like T Rex sized machines with just a bow and arrow. Yeah, I know. Like uh, kind of what like even they joke about it in uh, Battlestar, PlayStation Battlestar is uh, the thing with the the girl from Heavenly Sword. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, she seems kind of like a clone of Kratos. Probably mm-hmm. because they have like similar sword fighting style and then, like. Mm-hmm. The the red aesthetic, but I remember I was like one of the big, uh, um, you know, like complaints they would say about mm-hmm. it. Well, it is a good game though too. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Wanna play? Wanna play? Wanna PlayStation 3's finest? If original PlayStation had Lara Croft and PS4 has Aloy, PS3 had Nariko. No, um, another uh, another redhead that dominates PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and fine, and finally. He, could a character be popular just because of a vo- of a voice and badassery? Voice or badassery? Perfect. Hey, perfect example. Both the Master Chief or Chief from the Xbox. Yeah. Released in 2001, Mac Xbox on for Xbox. The Halo series became a kill aimed the killer app and the Mickey Mouse of the whole franchise. Like you can't think of Xbox without thinking of the man who ripped. And who was one of their first ga- games, the Master Chief himself? You have here. You have this guy, a strong backstory, no strong, no real backstory or personality or emotions visible, but just a, vo- a voice, like you, voice, like all you can see are hand mo- motions, potions, weapons being drawn, and instead, you can head. All he has to go on is a vo- on is an iconic voice. Could that be? Yes, that could be. Something to get him to get into. I guess that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you s- a- like you Sorry. see, like in any other med- media, you hear a singer or like Tom J- Jones or Luther Vandross, you instantly mm-hmm. recognize a voice, or voice, or even see, or even a more modern version. Sia never shows her face in pu- is not even in public, yeah. and everyone, everyone already knows of her. That's definitely true. Her, her, it could, her, it could simply be that. That's how the gorillas work for a while. That? Also, the home, the uh, more of an, a character who's more a character of action than words, similar to the pop iconic, technically named Doom guy from the Do- uh, from the Doom yeah, series. Yeah. Yeah, there is a, there is never see a face, never hear a vo- hear a voice. All you see is a, he has a few hands, a combat shotgun being pumped actioned all the time, um, and demons being slain left and right. Hi, that's a that alone can make or break a character. Yeah. And here with her, and with the Master Chief, we have a lot more references to perhaps to time and humanity. Humanity. A lot of pe- people have said he had his name is a biblical Bible reference, a origin, a reference to the Spartan warriors of Greek. Warriors of Greek. Yeah. He 
Yeah, that Assassin's Creed, uh, the new Assassin's Creed drop. That's going to have to remember to try that one later. And also, he's been compared to the Greek character Anius. Both of these people, superhuman guys who have to save civilization in a martial, a martial civilization, a civilization on the brink. Also, he explores uh, the issue of uh, what is it? Is it to be a hum? What is it to be human or machine? Here we, in all of his games, he's properly referred to as a cyborg. He's neither the perfect machine. Ikshin, nor the pain, nor the nor, nor normal human men. He can, and they blend both. But that oh, and that ends that gets the particular question going. Where does the machine end and the human begin, or where does the human end or the machine begin take over? Over yeah. it's something that they experimented a lot. Xbox, Xbox really brought that question back into play after the Terminator and the Matrix. It's brought that story into the view. Yeah, definitely a uh, known aspect. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like pretty much all you have for your notes? Or? Um, that's the f- just last wrap up from Master Chief. Or Chief. He, with, with, over, with Millie, he, his story has been fleshed out over the years with new sto- stories and new background characters being, a- being added. added but, all, have, but all of them refer, refer back to that original character. Master Chief, he's the... Or he's the character who can make anyone popular with just a face or with just a face and a face and no a mask with no face like the bomber man or samus aran and how many and how many popular characters hers can go with that without having a face but still appealing to generations to come Bomber man is pretty cool mm-hmm. although they did give him a voice in the newer games mm-hmm. he apparently a lot more. anime yeah oh yeah a lot more a lot more voices a lot more a lot more or face, a, well, a reference to a face at the yeah. end of Halo 4. or And finally starting to show a little bit more mo- motion with his later g- her games, well, with what happens with uh, Gortan, Hana, and the rest of the UNSC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on that vein, like, I know you said like uh, uh, Master Chief in Halo is probably when you, your favorite character is. Mm-hmm. For me, it's uh, probably Sonic and Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I do have a couple others. Like mm-hmm. just like twenty, about twenty others. I just want to give them a shout out to before we end this podcast. Sure. On the forty minute mark. Sure. Keep um, going. I did like Nick from Lollipop Chainsaw. Mm. He's kind of like the side side piece of the game. He's not he's not the main character, but he's that makes keeps the story going for what it is. Mm-hmm. Jack Jack and Dexter are always pretty cool from the Jack and Dexter series. Mm-hmm. They get uh, Jack finally talks in the second one, and they bounce off really good. Even Dex got his own game. Because I am a fighter, mm-hmm. it's on my phone case. I always like Chun Li, Cammy, Morgan from Doc Soccer is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. As well as Hana, Hana, Habari, I'm saying on Kagura, Melina from Mortal Kombat, always been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. People do have a theme for Bayonetta. Uh, she's pretty. She got two games. Mm-hmm. Technically, I guess she now she's a Nintendo character. Mm-hmm. Um, same as Knuckles and Tails, Rouge the Bat, Amy Rosa, Silver the Hedgehog. There's so many like backstories and characters in the mm-hmm. comics of. Sonic continuity that you could just go for days and mm-hmm. I'd be real like oh yeah uh, yeah same thing with Kena Fighters they got the new Kena Fighters uh, SNK Hearts came out a lot of people like Maya Alice Angel and Felicia from Darkstalkers but I guess like a lot of it is too like the aesthetic like the way they look and design the colors and everything too could just be a characteristic too uh, I like Shantae from Shantae the Pirate's Curse uh, Crash Bandicoot's always pretty cool 
He's never really got a voice. He does talk in the Spyro games, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they give him he is Australian, I guess technically, but they give him like that most generic like Australian accent. But uh, yeah, Miko. Another now. Na- another na- another version of Mario, a guy with yeah, pretty no much vo- right. <laughs> voice and a simplistic look, but can appeal to anyone. Yeah, he was a, he was a ma- he's yeah the mascot for uh, mm-hmm. uh, Naughty Dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was also like owned by universe i don't know if he's still owned by universal but like they had like uh universal was like a talk about the games and they had all the universal rides and stuff that mm-hmm. crashed i don't think they have more crash name or stuff anymore like it took it down the jaws ride some other stuff but uh he was definitely a big part of universal too as well as mm-hmm. obviously the video game naughty dog uh, they were even going to make own a, a, a saturday morning 90s cartoon for him mm-hmm. which they released like the commercial stuff for it but they just never uh, just never got made mm. um yeah, and, and Mika and Laura are front of Street Fighter. I guess Street Fighter's yeah, like a ton of characters in that game. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it on the 45-minute mm-hmm. uh, mark. Unless you have anything else to say or something like uh, No, I think, that, I think that's all I got for this one. Not for this one. Perhaps there'll be more next time. Yeah, we'll see what uh, the topic is uh, next time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, until, until then, this is... Um, Neat and Nerd podcast. What was this? Twelve. Yeah, it was podcast twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host, so the Neat. And I'm Jazz. I'm the Soul. The Nerd. <laughs> the Nerd. Yeah, now it's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, until to next time, uh, you can pretty much listen to us wherever podcasts are: iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podcast Podbean, anywhere. Uh, we have a donation link if you feel that need to donate. Like always, you know. Talk to you guys later. Everyone appreciate it. Uh, play us out, uh, Senpai.